All right. This is Better With Headphones, episode two. I don't think anybody's counting. I'm not counting. We're just going to get rolling. I don't know what to talk about, but I mean, it's not carbonated and I just spilled it everywhere. How does that even? Okay, whatever. It's all good. Doesn't matter. I live on my own. I'm not going to clean it. Who cares? One thing, you know what? Okay, it's 2020. What is the big thing going on in 2020? Well, a lot of things. Number one, quarantine. Everybody hates it. I don't hate it. You know what I do hate? What it shut down. You know what I was supposed to do all summer? Have fun. Everything. I can't do anything. Every single week, I will go to the Nike store. I wouldn't buy anything all the time. Now I can't even go. Finish line's open. I went there. All right. You know what's closed? Buffalo Wild Wings. That, okay, here we go. Buffalo Wild Wings. It's probably the greatest wing place out of the three wing places that I've ever been to. And if you like bone-in wings, I don't want anything to do with you. Well, okay, I have a lot of friends that like bone-in wings. But guess what? Boneless wings, I don't understand why people hate me so much. Because I like boneless wings. It's like if you like boneless wings, the people that have bone-in wings are so pretentious and act like they're so much better than you are. Guess what? Maybe I don't like taking a bite and cracking all my teeth on a bone. Maybe I don't like getting my hands all dirty and saucy. Maybe I don't like getting sauce all over my face. Maybe I like just jamming a fork in my food and throwing it as far back into my throat as I can. And then just not even chewing it, just swallowing it, knowing that it'll digest because there's no bones in it. But everybody tells me it's chicken nuggets. Everybody tells me that I'm five. Guess what? I don't really care. I think boneless, I know boneless wings are way better. Yeah, if it is chicken nuggets, then give me an order of chicken nuggets. Because it's okay. This is a sore subject for me. But Buffalo Wild Wings is closed. They did just open again, but only at the bar. So if you want to go, you can sit at the bar, but I don't really, it's not my thing. It's not really comfortable. Not a, not a drinker. Don't want to sit at the bar if I don't have to. I like a, I like a good booth. Chairs are not that great. If I have to sit in chairs, I'll do it, but I like a good solid booth. Hang on. I have a notification on my phone. It's more important than a, yep. Don't know what it is because I didn't really check it. Booths are better. Who's going to go and sit at a bar to order food? A lot of people, and those are people are lonely. I'm not lonely. You know what I'm doing right now? Sitting on my floor by myself, being alone. But it doesn't really matter, does it? Because I have... That was my can. That was my monster can, all right? Oh, yeah. Peach again. Of course. Like I said, peach is the best one. Is this on? Yes. Good thing. That was all gold content. One of my plans for the summer, I was buying a mountain bike. And I always thought mountain bikes are stupid. I like BMX bikes when I was like 11, 8, 9, 10. Because mountain bikes were like, oh, if you have a mountain bike, you're old and you're not that cool. But guess what? I'm not old. 
I'm probably younger than anybody listening to this. And also, I am cool. And now mountain bikes are kind of cool. I saw a video of like the um, the downhill something where they go through towns and they're doing like 83 miles an hour on these things and they're going downstairs and jumping over houses. You think I'm making this up. I'm not. Look it up. It's like in Italy or something. And I thought, man, I'm not doing that. But I want to get a mountain bike kind of. So then I started looking at mountain bike videos, talking to my friends, people that I know that mountain bike, and I want to do it. Well, okay, basically, I just need a bike anyway, and I don't want a Walmart bike because those are going to fall apart. I've seen videos where, like, you go over one jump and the rim bends and everything, and uh, I'd rather not have to keep buying 100 Walmart bikes. So I went to Eddie's Bike Shop. Nobody's going to know what that is. It's in... Stowe, Ohio, obviously, and they were all out. They had a couple, the one, the first time I went, I wasn't really sure what I wanted. So I looked at them and I don't have a way to get them home because I just have a car and I won't really fit in my car. So I looked at it and I thought I'll come back next week and get one. So then two days later, I changed my mind. I went back up there and thought, yeah, I'll just get it today. We'll get it out of the way. There was a line of 10 people outside. So I didn't get it. I had to work the next day. I didn't want to wait. So I said, yeah, I'll just get it next week. Came back next week. Guess what? 87 year record of sales was broken on that model alone. They sold out completely. I have an order in right now. I heard it's 60 to 90 days out. Summer's going to be over, dude. I'm going to be, if I get my bike and there's snow outside, I'm going to cut off my hands. I'm going to throw them on the ground. And that's it. I'm going to die right there. Because I'm not going to use it in the winter. And I want it right now. Gyms are closed. Well, okay. Gyms just open back up. But it's not... I'm not going to the gym right now. Because everybody's going to be there. And mountain biking is a way for me to get sun. Because I'm as pale as a ghost. Except aren't ghosts like clear? People always say pale as a ghost. I'm as pale as something pale as this candle next to me. White barn vanilla bean. It smells like my aunt that smoked a lot. I'm super pale. Get out in the sun on my bike. That would be the perfect summer. And guess what? Everything's on hold because my bike won't be in for four months. The thing is, so we put it in as a, uh, what's it called? Special order. I have the paper right here. What's he say? Special order. Dead on. I'm the smartest human. So they said that I would get priority over all the other shops that order them since I ordered it as myself, as a customer. But it's still not in. So I'm going to probably go up there tomorrow and see if the wait got any shorter or whatever. But yeah, that's... That's what quarantine's done. Everybody wants to bike now. It makes me mad because I can't do anything. So you know what I did today? Got my hair cut. I did this thing where for... How old am I now? I don't want to... I don't want to say I'm old, but I'm half of 60. And I haven't gotten my hair cut from anybody else since I was, I think, at least 15. My friends, My friend Jimmy did it. And I've been cutting it ever since then. Just every day, if I find a long piece, I just snip it right off. And I thought it's time to have it stop being 
uneven all over the place. So now it's only uneven on the top because I got the sides in the back cut. You know what I look like now? The same, but with shorter hair. And I look like, I don't look like a little boy anymore. I probably look how old, the age that I am. Whenever you get a certain age, like I still feel like I'm 22. And in my mind, I'm like, oh, I probably look like I'm 22. No, I probably look like I'm 30. You probably look exactly how old you are. When I'm 80 and I still feel like I'm 30, I'm going to be walking around with skinny jeans on and boots. And I'm going to be thinking, oh man, I still, I might be 80, but I still look like I'm 29. And I'm sure everybody else thinks I look like I'm 29. They probably think I just dyed my hair silver because it's not going to be gray. All right. It's going to be silver because it's going to be the cool version. And I'm still not going to have a beard because I can't grow that. And even if I could, I don't want to, it's not worth it. But guess what? I'm not going to look like I'm 29 and just dyed my hair silver without a beard. I'm going to look like I'm 80. And it's going to be terrible unless my wife looks like she's 80. But guess what? I don't want to date an 80-year-old. And when I'm 80, I'm not going to like to look at a lady that's 80. Eh, maybe. Who knows? I don't know. I'll probably be dead soon anyway. I have too many monsters all the time. It's all good. My heart's fine. Check this out. Listen to this. That's water. I drink water too. Water's probably my favorite drink in the entire world. Except hey, when it rains, here's some things that I really can't stand. Rain, wind. That's all that comes to mind right now. I cannot, oh, I cannot stand any of those. Being outside in those, if it's windy and the wind hits my face or my hair, I get so mad. The rage, my blood starts to boil. And if it's raining and I have to walk in it and get wet, I get so mad. And if it's raining and windy and I have to walk in it and be in public somewhere, I get so furious. And my computer just went off. And we're still rolling. It's back on. I haven't talked about anything yet, and it's been 10 minutes. Aren't you guys glad you're listening? Man. Hang on one second. Hang on one. Hang on. Since everything's shutting down, Except for my work, of course, which I really wish would have shut down because I could have used a lot of days off. But, you know, whatever. It's all good, dude. That's what happens. Except everybody else cut off. Anyway, there's a camp I go to every year. It's a church camp. It's in Pennsylvania, Conneadville, Pennsylvania. Been going there since I was probably eight or so. It's a 10-day camp for kids like youth group age. There's a camp plan where the kids stay on for 10 days, obviously. And it's usually, I think, 13 or 14, basically for high school, a little bit before high school. And I went there when I was younger, when I was on high school, I was a counselor for a couple of years. And we always divide up into teams and play different games. And usually at the end, there's like a winning team and a losing team. You don't ever get anything. Oh, my phone went off again. I'm so popular. Oh, I'm losing. I'm on eBay right now. and I'm going to lose. Did I lose? Is it over? It's over. Of course. Wonderful. Thanks a lot. All right. So play all these games. Let me tell you, when I say that I was the best at every single game, especially what is the number one game in America? What's the number one sports game when you think of America or the world? The number one sports game. Yeah, 
you guessed it, capture the flag. And guess what? I was the capture the flag captain, captain champion of every capture the flag game that ever existed. It was me. Let me tell you one of the stories. This is, I'm, I'm a legend at that camp for probably this story alone. It's 2010. Oh, it was 10 years ago for this last story, at least. Some of the stories go back to 2007. I'm going to tell you either three. Oh, my air conditioning's on. I wonder how that's going to affect this. Great. I don't know if you guys can hear it or not, but guess what? You're going to have to wait to hear the story until after that shuts off, just in case, because you probably can't hear it at all. But knowing me, I'll tell the greatest story you've ever heard in your whole life, and you won't be able to hear any of it. So as soon as it's off, I should just turn it off. I don't want to get up. I'm sitting in the room of my living room. Oh, it's even louder now. I didn't know it has different levels. Okay, well, I'm going to go turn it off. It shut off, so I have music on. If I get copy... All right. I wonder how copyright's going to do. That was on for 15 minutes. I counted because I drank all my monster almost. I don't want to lie to you guys. What was I talking about? Capture the flag. There was a lot of games we used to play, and capture the flag was always our favorite when there was two. There was capture the flag, and there was the dinosaur egg game. I think I'm too close to the microphone. You guys are probably taking your headphones off, which is not what this is about. The dinosaur egg game, there would be two usually... Man, what is happening? There'd be two usually watermelons, and we would paint them different colors for the different teams, and the counselors would go hide them. And then all the counselors were dinosaurs, and all the campers had to go find the eggs and bring the eggs back to the youth tabernacle. And if a counselor caught you, you would have to go into jail, which doesn't really make sense, but you would have to sit out for... I don't know how long, five minutes or something like that. And the counselors, of course, had radio. So whenever they caught you, they would radio to everybody and let you let everybody know who got caught. But that game was kind of fun. One time they put the dinosaur egg in a tree trunk of a tree that got cut down. And it weighed so much that it broke through and like the, the roots or whatever was rotted. So it fell down like 10 feet. So that team obviously lost. But capture the flag, there's a couple of us that no matter what, every year we had to be on separate teams because we were obviously the physically gifted, except I was fat at the time. Not all the time, some of the time. But my, one of them, my friend, my friend Alan was one. Him and I were never on the same team. I think we were one time. And every every other, the one other team got obliterated so that we... We were not on the same team after that. Oh, great. Now I'm have, the air conditioning made me get allergies, so now I'm going to be sniffling this whole time and sound stupid. Hang on. So, one time, one of the Capture the Flag stories. What's a good... I mean, we had there were so many. What's like a main one? Okay, so the camp, we would divide it. There's a street, the main street to get into camp. Kind of cut it in half. You were pulling in the church and some 
cabins were on the right side. And then the youth tab, the dining hall, and the uh, boys and girls, like, cabin buildings were on the left side. So the street down the middle kind of divided it some years. Other years, we would cut it in half the other way, like hot dog or hamburger, you know, you know how it was in school. And they, depending on the year, they would cut it, like, in different ways for us to play. So one team was on one side, the other team was on the other side. Obviously, you don't think that I'd have to explain that. So we would divide it up, go hide. I think there would be five or ten minutes or until the team captains went and hit the flags. And hang on, I'm going to go get medicine or something. So the main street that it's off of, there's a hill that goes up to camp. And I took a, I took a crew with me on a black ops recon mission when we were playing one time we went to the street this is when it was divided the main we'll call it a driveway to get to camp so it doesn't get confused with the main street so we went down the driveway which is neutral ground can't get caught on there and we waited until no one was around we took the street on the outside of camp but we stayed on the hill so we we're still on the property now we're in enemy territory at this point we're crawling down the side of the hill to get all the way over at the very end of camp, there was a tree line with another street that went back, but it was a dirt road. And at the very end of the dirt road was this really, really old house with, I'm sure he was a murderer. There was a guy living there and he had his whole family's like grave cemetery in his front yard. It was really weird. And there was always weird screams coming from there at night. That's another story. We were crawling the tree line to try to get back to where the flag was. Now, our flag was perfect. Anytime we hit our flag, I knew we were good because I always hit it. Like I said, I was the best. So we're crawling the tree line. All of a sudden, Alan, and I forget who it was, but he had somebody with him, ran over to us, and he was like, why are you on our side? And instead of tagging us, I flipped it, and I said, "I'm not. I'm just, you're on our side. And he said, what? And I said, yeah, you think that they divided it wrong. You're on our side. You're lucky that we're friends. I'm going to tag you right now. I couldn't tag him. If I touched him, I would have been captured. So he said, what are you talking about? We went the street. I said, no, we didn't. We went the volleyball court, which is dividing the other way. I said, you're on our side, but since we're friends, I'm going to let you go. But don't tag me. I'm not going to tag you. Nobody has to know about this. Of course, the people with me were like, what are you talking about? So Alan said, are you sure? And I said, I would have tagged you by now. Just go. I'm going to let you go. So he didn't tag me. And he ran off. I got us out of that one. I felt like I was in World War II. Or something, you know, that makes more sense. So we kept going, took the tree line, just got out of... If Alan didn't tag us, nobody else is going to tag us. So we kept going. I knew where the flag was. Because they're so stupid, they put it on top of a car, which was underneath... Like a, like a street light. So it was just, oh, there's the flag. Clearly, you could see it from the safe zone, idiots. So we're going. I have I send the three people that I took with me. Maybe it was two. They were behind me. So we're walking, and there's a bathroom. And everything's old. The camp is it's literally 130 years old. That's not a number I'm throwing out. This is the 130th year. So this was about 10 years ago. And... The camp and the boys' dorm, it's all up on cinder blocks. 
and it's it's not safe at all. When the wind blows, like the whole thing shakes. So the bathroom was up on center blocks too, but it kind of the ground kind of dug down a little bit, like for all the piping and stuff. I don't know how bathrooms work. So jail is was on the basketball court, which is in the middle of camp. We're just over, just we're about thirty yards away from there. So we're walking around, and all of a sudden, two people from the other team were trying. We're kind of hiding behind the bathroom. Two people from the other team come running around. I see the shadows. I fall to the ground and I roll under the bathroom, probably in poison ivy, probably in thorns. I know that there was a bunch of cinder blocks for some reason because I hit them. Everybody behind me got tagged, so I just got up after everybody was gone, walked around, went to jail, tagged everybody out. We went and got the flag, ran it back to the youth tab, and we won, obviously. That was one story. And then after that, I told Alan, I said, dude, I was totally on your side. He's like, what? I could have tagged you. I should have tagged you. I said, yeah, well, guess what? You didn't tag me. No, Alan's Alan's cool. So there's another year where, now one of the rules is, this is important. If I have the flag and I'm running, someone's behind me. I can, I can like relay it to them. That's what it's called, right? I can't think right now. If I'm about to get tagged, I could throw it to them. They could grab it and go. Like wherever you get tagged, that's where it that's where it drops. And then the other team, I think they were allowed to put it back if they got it, but like who knows? So our team, we ran over there and it got to the point where the the, the opposite team that I was on one year, they hid their flag by putting it on the ground and having five of them form a circle around it and hold hands. So that literally none of us could get the flag. It did not make any sense. So, of course, I had to find a way around that. So what I did was, I took our flag down to our, like the other section of ours. And I hit it. There was a pipe with a cinder block around it. And so we put it, we wrapped it around the pipe. You had to be able to see part of the flag was the main thing. So we wrapped it around the pipe and we put the center block on top of it. You could still see it, but you had to know exactly where to look. If you were at the right angle, you would see it perfectly, 100%. But you had to be at that angle to see it. So it was very tricky. So I didn't have anybody on our team guarding that flag. We didn't need anybody to guard it. We were all going to be on offense because I had so much faith confidence that we did not need one person to guard that thing. So we were just on an all-out mission to get their flag. But when they put it in the middle of the ground and have a castle around it, it's going to be hard to get, so you need to think. So one of our friends, his name was Richard, he was kind of, he was about to ride a bike for some reason. Okay, let me start over. One of the guys on my team's name was Richard. There were these little kids that weren't old enough to be on the camp plane yet, but they were there because families go and stuff, and they were just riding their bikes around. So Richard wasn't really tall, and some of these kids were big. So I said, hey, put your hood up, get on that bike, and ride around and see if you can distract them or if you can somehow get the flag. So he was riding around. Nobody even like fell for it. They just thought he was another kid, which was perfect. He got to the basketball court, and he took his hood off, 
So the people that made the castle, we were about 10 feet by this time. We went through the thorns on the other side, crawled under all these cars, and we were kind of right behind the flag. So they saw him take his hood off, and they all ran after him. So the flag was open. It was just laying on the ground. So we ran up and took it, started to run. Everybody on their team like started to follow us, and they went to tag Justin, who was on my team who had the flag. He ended up throwing it back before he got tagged to, I think it was the Scott. And then my friend Scott started running with it. And before he got tagged, he threw it to, I think, Jesse. And before he got tagged, he threw it to me and I ran it in and we won. And then like the youth leaders were like, oh no, that doesn't count. You guys lose. I said, well, hang on. First of all, it does count. Second of all, they still have no idea where our flag is. So even if we have to put this back, how do we lose? And then they called the game that night, and I was so mad because we won. We knew we won. Didn't really matter who actually won because we know that we actually won, and the other team knew that we won. That was one of the one of the stories. There's so many stories about capture the flag in that place. But yeah, so we won. I think every. I don't think. I don't think my team ever got defeated in capture the flag anytime we played. And there was one time on the other side, I wish I had a picture to show you guys the layout of this camp, but on the other side, there was a hill and my friend Scott and Justin were running down. It was a pretty steep hill and Justin disappeared into the woods and you just heard him scream as he was running. And then apparently he fell like off a cliff, not like a big cliff, but it was like probably eight feet and he had to try to climb back up it. Justin was always getting hurt. There was a time where him and Sam, this other kid that were there, were running and Was it Justin or was it Danny? Either way, I know Sam was part of it. There was a telephone wire, but it was dark so you couldn't see it. And they're running full blast and they hit it with their like chest and their stomach. And their hands and feet flew out and touched each other. like They, they got folded in half and Sam's shoes fell off. And they both were just laying on the ground after that. Um, there's so many good memories of that place. The bonfires, every year the bonfire was bigger and bigger. Like, so the buildings are two, three stories high. And the fire sometimes would get bigger than that. But yeah, so hopefully camp isn't canceled this year. I haven't been a counselor for a while. Um, but camp's the best. That's like the highlight of, of the year every single time, every single summer. Everybody always goes 10 days. And what other games were fun? Capture the Flag was always the main one. Dinosaur game, werewolf game, which I made up, which we'll get into probably another time. Um, Ultimate Frisbee was another huge one. Of course, Alan and I weren't on the same team. Jesse would float because he kind of wasn't allowed to be on anybody's team either. And Ultimate Frisbee was always super high scoring. We're going to talk about Instagram there. We're going to get the F out of here, all right? I need to do a... I need to go through and delete a lot of the people I'm following again because it's pointless. There's so many people I don't know that I don't know why I'm following them. I think I automatically got signed up 
to like when people buy followers, I just randomly am one of the ones that ends up following them. There's people I don't know. I've never met. I'll go to their page. It's stupid. I don't want to follow them, but I have too many followers. No, 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 never. You can never have too many followers. I follow too many people. I think there's a lot of people that I only see on my feed and uh, this is really boring. This is probably like the most boring episode ever. But listen, I have allergies right now, and I don't know what to talk about. I don't want to keep talking with my nose all messed up like this. So you know what I was going to say about the things that annoy me? Like when girls post a picture and say, vibes. okay, we're going to save it. We're going to save that for an episode about things that make me mad. So this one's going to be over right now. I'm going to take medicine before the next one so that I sound normal and don't get mad like I am right now. So yeah, thanks for tuning in. I'll see you. I'll hear you. You'll hear me next. Whatever. Whatever. This one's over. Talk to you later, I guess.